Conversate for a few. Welcome to the next episode of Conversate for a few. I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This is not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely is not. This is a podcast about hip hop. What we doing today, bruh? Uh, discussing the myth of the starving artist, but it's a special episode because we are we really kind of have passed it a little bit in a few days, but it's yeah. the third, you know, three year anniversary of us starting this podcast, which ironically, the topic we covering today is what led to the development of the podcast in the beginning. Yo, that's the that's the most ironic thing because you it we is de- we decided to do this episode based on how the last conversation ended, right? Right. We realized that during the month of July is when this podcast yeah. started. So we needed to get to our third anniversary uh episode. It just so happened that they aligned that yeah, the, the conversation perfect. that we was on the phone for three hours that three years ago yeah. uh, that sparked this whole journey that we've been on uh, mm-hmm. ended up being the, the conversation we revisit for the third anniversary. Yeah. You know I mean? I, yeah. It's dope. That's dope. I mean, that's just apropos for how things work for us, though, for real. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Oh, man. So... The myth of the starving artist. Do we want to even inform the people how, like, what we was talking about the first day? Like, that first conversation? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, I think we should. <laughs> especially, like... Because how... it shifted recently. You, well, I'll, I'm going to credit you with finding out a new understanding of the myth of the starving artist, where it came from. But you, we can go back to the original. Well... It's, it's funny because it's like how far have we fallen Yeah. from who we were talking about at the time that started this conversation. I mean, just to stop teasing, like, we was talking about Kanye. Yeah. And this was in the midst of his uh, Houseway rant, right? Yeah, yeah. And he was running around talking about how the Medici used to fund, um, what, uh, was it Da Vinci or was it... Uh, I can't remember which one. Uh, yeah. Michelangelo, uh, one of them, one of them, one of them, uh, one of them great artists. Right. You know, one of the uh, wealthy families at the time used to fund them so that they could create art, and he was saying right. that that's the same thing that needs to happen now. Like, you know, and I was saying, I don't know that that's not true. You see what I'm saying? Like, if you if you mm-hmm. want great art to persist, you'll fund great art. Yeah, you know, like you'll fund the museums, you'll fund art in school, you'll make sure. But I don't think, in my personal opinion, I don't think the powers to be want the arts to be as powerful and as strong. And I think it's 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 my thoughts then was it was to their advantage to keep the artist starving. Yeah. Uh, through our conversations, we found a few more reasons why it might be to their advantage to keep the artist starving. But uh, right. But that's what we was talking about. We was talking about Kanye. And I was I was kind of caping for Kanye. It's hard to cape for Kanye now. At all. Oh, no. Nah, yeah, yeah. He makes... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kanye makes it very difficult for you to cape for him. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know. If, I mean, the funny thing is, is I do think he was right in that point. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I think he yeah. was right there. 
I think he, yeah, I just, again, and and we've expressed this a couple times over different uh, episodes, I feel like he needs to uh, have his rants in private with a person that can decipher and articulate what he's trying to say mm-hmm. without the rant, without yeah. his, without his emotion. Because if you can, because if you can distill what he's trying to say, not not recently, not in the last year and a half, it's like it took a sharp. It was taking a left in, but you know this ain't, that ain't what we. It's not what we're here to talk about. We're not here to talk about Kanye, <laughs> but um, if it, and there was a point in time where if you were to distill what he was trying to say, and really find an eloquent way to express it. Mm-hmm. A lot of times there was some good information there. Uh, like I said, not so much anymore. But anyway, that's how we got. That was the conversation that prompted three years of conversations. Right, right, right. Hmm. Yeah, the the myth of the starving artist. Yeah, the myth. Of and, the so talk and, to me. And so recently. So now, now, so now that was pretty accurate. That was a pretty accurate uh, recall. But recently, we wanted to revisit this, right? Because of what well, I think it was filled by the talk that Russ had with Steve Stout, wasn't it? You know what? Yeah, and yes, and it was fueled by Migos' current situation with QC. Yeah. Yes, uh, another another part. You know, it, that that got my wheels turning, uh, and, and then I watched the Steve Stout and Russ conversation, and mm-hmm. that threw gas on it. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, you could almost you could almost speak to any artist that any artist situation that we know of that has complained about their deal, and I'm talking about going back to the. 50s, 60s, 40s, whatever. And they all complain about not getting their dough, but getting uh, the rewards that, the everyday rewards that they would seek. You see what I'm saying? Up front, Mm -hmm. but not getting any real, uh, how do you want equity? Yeah. You know? True. So, it's not a new thing. So I, the industry has been starving artists forever, and it seems like that would be the opposite. The industry is where you go to get your money, the way you go to get the fame and the stardom mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. So all of this, right? And we may be—I um, don't know—we may be getting some backlash for it, but we kind of came to looking at it from a a. a a different perspective, just another way to look at the whole um, starving artist paradigm between the label and the artist. Uh-huh. Like, artists should get paid, right? And they should get the right. right kind of pay, you know what I mean? Fully paid for their work and their contributions. Right. We're not saying that the labels should be, um, you know what I mean, metaphorically raping the artists. but we talked about was there is there any 
genius psychology in keeping the artists reaching for more. Because because I'm saying that because we talked about when money get filled, when when money really starts, when the music industry, which it was always, you know, I mean, primarily motivated by money, but when the music business became business music, mm-hmm. basically when money get introduced, it corrupts the creative space that artists generally was working out of, which originally got them the deal. Right. Meaning we was getting better, more authentic work generally from artists. This is not for everyone, but a high 90% for most of the artists when they was didn't have much when they was in a starving quote unquote starving state we was getting when they was going through pain when they was going through struggle when they didn't have not the best music from them this is true so we were saying was it, it and so we were just saying was that it, is that a psychological methodology by the industry to keep the artists wanting or in the state of you know reaching for more because if they just gave them everything at all at once or all that they think they deserve and we've seen this how artists drop one album it'd be good right. then the next album you wonder what happened i mean you know they off living a lavish life they don't even have the same drive that they once had meaning the hunger and we all know that and all artists have talked about this the honest ones how the hunger Mm-hmm. After getting so much of what they originally wanted, the hunger dies, and also the creativity or the quality of music that we're getting from them dies. So we was just saying, not is starving the artists a good thing, but if there was any benefit, if there's any creative benefit or justification. Okay. To, okay. Quote unquote starving I, artists. I understand, and that's and and. I think there would be benefit. I think there ends up being benefit by proxy, right? Okay. I think there ends up being benefit because the <laughs> artist actually does end up in a situation where they need, well, it could go both ways. Yeah. It yeah. could go both ways. If you put yourself in a position, right, to, as an artist, to, to, gain from it you know to make a living from it and then you realize that all your blood sweat and tears only ended up with the label making all of the money and you not and you having pennies at the end right you still have a record contract you still have the opportunity to make music but Mm -hmm. under those circumstances i don't know that i don't know that every artist is going to have the fervor to return to bat and take the best swing after going through that type of uh, betrayal. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I understand that. Some of them will. Now, the ones that will are the ones that continue to create and and we gain creativity by proxy. And I only say by proxy because I don't think the label's intent on stealing from the artist is to spark creativity oh absolutely and and if it if 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 they were withholding and like we said on the end of the last podcast right 
if uh-huh. they were finding a healthy way to yes uh incentivize greater creativity or uh more prolonged creativity if it was a healthy way if it wasn't them stealing points and you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah. and putting them in yeah. bad deals and giving right. them gifts and, and just so that you you know the smoke and mirrors that labels have yeah. done throughout the history of labels if they were if they were doing it with the right intent then I think yes you could probably get a good return yeah, but yeah. I, I, I don't think most of them are doing it from there I can't say 100% oh, no. But I can yeah, say I can I say ninety nine. I don't believe ninety nine percent of them are doing, are doing it from a place of, let's keep them creative. I think it's oh no, of course it's robbery. It's robbery. <laughs> yeah, it's highway and interstate robbery. For sure, yeah, for sure. <laughs> international sometimes too. Right, and so but you brought up a good word, but I would, but there should be a way because I I remember in the last podcast we was using. Oh, I don't know if it was you or me that brought up just the example of like the children. Mm-hmm. If you give if you give a child everything they want, you know you put them, you spoil them. Right. You know what I mean, and you can spoil rotten. Like it would be better to give them, you know, what they need, but like it's give them incentives to keep striving for more and not just give it all to them because you give it all to them. Then what do they have to look for? What what? incentive that they have to keep growing right and see and i think that's the thing the label should do something um create some type of incentive initiative that would keep the artists wanting to grow in their art form and master their craft yeah well well the label should start off by ensuring that they sign artists that want to grow and have that, the, yeah, that's true. and have the ability to grow. So we're talking about the business yeah. music. So right, 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 right. This is almost yeah, like yeah. fantasy football. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this ain't even a real world that we're talking about. It is, but it's not. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's only a real world for a certain type of artist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So your pop smokes, not your not your pop smokes, but your perk smoke or whatever little perp and uh yeah, yeah, yeah. but these guys pumps and peeps and these dudes we ain't talking about them you see what i'm saying so if you the label that's rushing to sign that then you probably the label that's you faster to give them the gift and yeah. keep the publishing yeah you see what i mean but where do you oh so let's say this from what you heard from um, Russ, the interview, which was a great interview Russ had with Steve Stout. Um, Steve Stout, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, okay, so what he had with Steve Stout, and then you looked at other interviews from that um, program that he had. Yeah. So my question, so where do we stand today? Like, how do you see it? The myth of the starving artist today? Man, is is it is it a it is is it a myth or is it reality? No, there's a there's a reality to it. There's a um <laughs> no, nah, I mean I lived it. There's no You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Like you can't tell me yeah. it's not true. It's, it, right. I mean it's not just a myth, I put it to you that way. The, what I got from the conversation with Steve Stout and Russ 
and kind of the other conversations that I've seen on that whole conference is to be an artist, a good artist, there's, there's a certain level of, there's a certain level of hunger that you have to have. Everybody uses that word, right? Everybody, it's cliche to use that word. Hold on one second. Uh, yeah. But I, I, but I, the, the word that that's more indicative of what you need, because hunger is not enough, it's starvation. Yeah, which is a you understand good what I'm saying? Like yeah. you, you need you need it to keep going. Right. Now and, and Russ, I'm glad you brought that up because you know this is gonna tie into our conversation with Mez. True. And I think he Mez was having a conversation with Cole and they were both agreeing, like you you gotta be like willing to go the distance. You almost gotta be crazy. Yeah delusional mm -hmm. when you're chasing mm -hmm. the dream to make it happen mm -hmm. and Russ talked about that too how, how he grinded so hard and how he um, it didn't you know he was like pressing forward regardless of what ever the world had to say right like if people wasn't you know naysayers and people wasn't you know for him or helping him or whatever it just pressing on he was just saying you have to believe in yourself enough to be able to withstand you know the opposition that's essentially going to come yeah that's a fact and it one but, thing i'm sorry real quick i'm only bringing that point up in contrast to the conversation that Mez had mentioned is having with Cole and how they kind of said the same thing is because mm -hmm. all the ones that said that have been the one to break through and be successful as artists. Right. That's so true. let you know the mindset to be successful at what you're trying to do. Right. Now, if you're not thinking like that, then you won't. Then you're not going to make it. If you're, right. not, if you're not delusional enough to believe that you're going to make it, then you won't. Right. Period. You won't even work hard enough to make it if you're not delusional to believe exactly. that the work they is going to turn out. delusional, but they work match. You yeah, you got to. You got <laughs> They're to. big dreams. Yeah. Their work ethic match. That's why to. Russ had so much work done. Yeah, exactly. Because he was putting in the work. Yeah. You know? Uh, the catch is, though, one thing that we was talking about in, in this situation is the artist not getting their due. Right? So, yes, yeah. so when they do get their due, I kind of, the analogy I like to, I, not even like to, that, that popped in my head was how, how hard it was for Jordan to even consider chasing a, a, another ring. Yeah, yeah. Because you once you get to the mountaintop, it's, what's the next challenge? Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like inherently in hip hop, the challenge would be to be the nicest. You know what I mean? But that yeah. that faded. It, you know, per our conversation, you know what I'm saying, last week, we know that faded. That uh, faded. The, the sure. desire to be the nicest. So I don't know what, I mean, is it is it your desire to be the most famous? Is it your desire to be the richest? Is it your, you know what I mean? That, that, that takes you up the bat after you've climbed that mountain and made it to the top. Is it your desire to stay on top? You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or if, especially if you get all the money that you're supposed to get. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, I think once you get all the money that you're supposed to get, you literally have to love 
doing it. Right, you do. Because if not, you get you get so comfortable you don't grow. Right. You don't you don't keep you don't keep striving. Like this is important, right? My um my martial art teacher, he said that um like I was injured one day, not injured to the point I couldn't fight. But like this is before going to the martial art class, I was like, "Yo, my arm is kind of sore from the last what." I didn't want to like hurt, damage anything permanently. Yeah. I was like, "It's okay to still train." He said, "You should always be in a certain degree of pain mm. to train." He said, "Like, mm. like, because it puts you in an uncomfortable state. Yeah. The moment you get comfortable, you get at ease, and then you lax up." Yeah. So what I'm saying is like wow. it, when the money come, like people get comfortable, they start splurging, they get, you know what I mean? You know how it go. Yeah, I know, <laughs> you know exactly I mean? how it go. Yeah. But when you're it, when you're not in the best state that you want to be in, yeah, and, and you're still trying to get there, it's still something that keeps pushing you. Now, going back to the love of it, like when you get what you think you should have the only way to keep growing and keep giving good quality work and stuff like that, number one, you got to be that type of artist that want to be that way, mm -hmm. like a Kendrick or a Cole, right? Mm -hmm. But number two, you actually do have to love what you do, meaning you would be doing this whether it was money involved or not. That's what I was because talking about. Because all of us yeah. was doing it before we ever got a dollar for it. Right. That's one of the things that I was going to bring up too. It's like, if you love it, you would... You... you if you really love it, it should be easier to do it, uh, barring the variables like wanting to sell records and these things, the things that start attaching themselves more to you once you're in the industry. Uh, you should do it for the same reasons that you know, that you were doing it before you started. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I was making beats because I felt like I had I had some I had something in me I had to get off. Right, right. You see what I mean? And I and I knew I could get it all, so I was, you know what I'm saying? So I, I felt an urgency to do so. Yeah. You know? Um it's funny though. Uh <laughs> after a while I guess I did get spoiled and once I didn't have the situation that allowed me to get off the way I needed to, I couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like I, not even that I couldn't do it. I didn't have the energy. I didn't want to. I didn't have the fervor to put myself in the in the most uncomfortable situation to do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. By that point, but it had been years and years and years and years. But so I guess I I can see both sides. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Oh yeah, yeah, you know absolutely. What I, mean? I can absolutely. see both sides. But I wanted to speak back to something you said earlier. Like, uh, like what are the artists like? striving for today is it to be the nicest to be the richest to be the most famous yeah. like i actually think it's to the point where people are confused mm. like kendrick you know from his control verse what his is it's not to be the most famous it's not to be the the richest it is to dominate right musically right, right. which he does so and it's clear now but i'm saying for the but the general for the most of them like they don't even know it's like, is they don't. I, what I, I don't think they know. Initially, people have jumped in for the money, but yeah. then, but then everybody like even people that's not good, saying they're the best. That just became a thing just to say, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? And then it was like people the whole clout chasing thing, 
he wanted that to be the thing. Like, I'm more popping than you. Like, so it's like, I'm saying it's like just confusion really to me going on and there's nothing clearly distinct, which to me feeds the point about creativity. If you're not doing it for the right reason, you don't really have a sincere, authentic, genuine love for making music, you'll get lost in the mix of all this music business, which is why a lot of the artists, even though they may have sold a lot of records and all of this, that, and the other, then bad deals or bad situations or, you know. Yeah. Cause yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's, uh, I don't know if it's enough artists jumping in it for the art no more. And I, and yeah, it <laughs> to sustain it though. Yeah. See what yeah, I'm yeah. Saying? Right. That's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. Like to sustain, yeah, to sustain it. it. Yeah. I agree. You know, uh, they. There was a conversation I was hearing. It may even have been on. I don't know what it was on. Uh, Joe Button, maybe. But they were saying something. Somebody was saying that uh, when Kendrick, Cole, and Drake bow out for good, this whole thing is going to shift, and it's going to be bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because those mm-hmm. are like the three top tier MCs that that dominate lyrically and dominate sales wise and right. across the board popularity. You see what I'm saying? They got the trifecta. They got everything you could possibly want as an artist, you know. Um yeah. but the Lord the, the, when you start getting to the tiers under that, you start getting the I mean the, the talent quotient, they say, start and, and I think this conversation is less about the talent quotient though. I think yeah. below, below that level, I think I think those MCs are from a different era, and because they exist in this era, people forget. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Those yeah. MCs are from a different era. They are. And the this next era, I think, has been completely bitten by social media, by clout, by by appearing to have money and we we see that the majority of these artists can't possibly have this money because it's too many of them popping up in in arguments with their labels <laughs> yeah over money <laughs> oh, yeah i'm in a bad deal i want off this label i mean how many times have you heard that over the last in this last era compared in this in this new era compared to the last era right a lot a lot more exponentially more Mm-hmm. You know, so it lets you know that they signing for different reasons. Oh yeah, you see what I'm saying, and and it's showing up faster. They realizing that they're not getting their bread faster than, than those back in the day were. Right. You see what I mean? Like back mm-hmm. in the day, you, know, you see how long it took for artists to be like, "Yo, I, I got beat." But yeah. nowadays, you if somebody signed to three hundred a year and a half later, they're like, "I want out of here." Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe this ain't on the myth of the starving artist, but now, I think certainly it is. a part of this com- of that conversation for sure. You know, I, I, they starving for different things. That's the mm-hmm. thing. They starving for different things. 
I don't know that what they starving for nowadays is as valuable. I, matter of fact, I don't. I know it's not. What they starving for isn't as valuable. So when they get beat, it's really less for them to complain about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it right that and with what they're starving for makes it easy for the label or the industry to beat them. That's what I'm exactly. Exactly. Because we're going to give you the, you know what I mean, the play things and keep the real for ourselves. And and, and giving you the play things or the props that you need to look like you winning. Right. You see what I'm saying? So you get the clout, you get the play things, you get the attention, you don't get none of the money though. You get, you see what I'm saying? So what the, all this stuff that you starving for is what they feeding you. But you starving for the wrong thing. Yeah, attention. Yeah, I think the attention, you call it clout, but I mean, it's nothing but ego. It's all, it's all like, attention, yeah. It's, yeah, it's attention seeking. Like, like with the, the population I work with. It's attention seeking behavior. That's a phrase we use a lot. Yeah. It's attention seeking behavior. Yeah. Most of, really Most of the art. And it's so easy for the machine. Oh, that's what you want? Attention? Cool. I can get you that. Mm-hmm. I can get you that. Easy. Easy. That's all you want? Yeah. But the thing, yeah, that's I'm all. You're publishing and, the, and your masters. Because I'm keeping all of that. And you in a 360. So. That attention Whatever that you're getting you paid for, I'm getting a percentage of that too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Come on, man. Hey, so the myth of the starving artist, right? Mm-hmm. A lot like our social justice conversation, bro. I think artists themselves perpetuate it. Once, mm-hmm. once you start involving yourself with the industry. Now, saying that I was one, matter of fact, matter of fact, we perpetuated once we start dealing with the industry too. Because we'd be so hungry that we'll take shorts and we'll take losses and we'll, some of us, even like myself, will yeah. we'll do things without paperwork on for work for hire knowing that I should never do that. Right. You see what I'm saying? Did it anyway, because I wasn't going to pass up this look, and I ain't got time to negotiate with y'all. Y'all offered this money. Let's take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's not smart. You know? For the long run, especially. Yeah, it's not smart for the long run. It's not smart for the short run. Mm -hmm. You have no, I mean, you have little control, even if you do get all your paperwork right. If you don't have any of your paperwork right, you have absolutely no control. But you know what I'm saying? But I was starving yeah. for the opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know? So mm-hmm. it. Right. But even then, though, right? Yeah. You want. But the thing with you is about music. You love the music. So you you wanted whatever placement. Yeah, I wanted that. that you had the opportunity because you was about making music because that's what you love. Yeah. You wasn't necessarily chasing dollar, but this is here now. I'll take it and I'll, it's a yeah. good look. Like, yeah. so I, I get what you're saying and I agree. You know, but I, I feel like the difference is between you and let's say who had problems with their label? Yachty, right? At one time he was getting, I um, think it was. No, Yachty, was, Yachty didn't complain. Yachty okay, didn't complain. Not, yeah. oh, it wasn't Yachty. Well, it must have been Uzi Vert, but between oh, one Vert, of them. Yeah, Vert definitely Vert, complained. Right, right. So, but I think 
your star see that's the thing with star about starving for different things you're really starving to make art or to get your art out there because you believe in your art right and you want others to hear the art right i don't but if the other person is starving for money or attention and that's a different type of starving so see i i think the further you go back mm-hmm. the star it sounds so funny the starvation of the artist with it was all they had a common theme they was yeah. all starving for the same thing because they all wanted to be the best tonight it was they were really starving artists right like these i think now it's like everyone's starving for multiple things it's not about the art although we're calling them artists but they're starving mm-hmm. for different things that is outside artistry are they starving commodities that's what we should I because I couldn't think of a name fast enough on my toes yeah. but yeah that's what it should be called wow starving commodities versus being a because yeah I can see that because the artists if they were starving artists or they was artists at all it would their approach to all of this would be a little different and what they do when they get the look would be different yeah so oh 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 we uh, mm, it keep boiling down to it sound like we saying that the labels is almost right for for beating them no <laughs> i'm not saying that <laughs> i don't i get what you said but i'm saying i know you're not but I, I, right right but no you know what it is the reason why it seemed like that because what we're saying is the artist at least for the artists now, right now, right? That they are responsible yeah. for the position they put themselves in because they have put the art second and mm-hmm. starving for attention, mm-hmm. likes, mm-hmm. money first. If right. they was artists coming in the door, they they it would have been uh I don't think they would have landed in the in the positions that they're in or be in a position that would be so hard to get out of. Like if they was real, do you think if J. Cole or Kendrick just happened to be in a Uzi Vert type of situation, it would be more people coming to their aid. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if people knew they was like artists and their artist had something to help. You you may get a look from a J to help boost you. Meek yeah. Mill. Like you know what I mean? Right. Like, and the crazy thing about that is though, you know J came to Uzi Vert's uh aid. Yeah, like he got to stop being rap Jesus, though. I know, man. I know. <laughs> He's saving everybody, yo. But, I know. But I understand what you're saying. The, the crazy thing is, is, is like, I, I agree. The only thing that makes me disagree is I know, and I know you know, that the, the business music is going to do everything it can to beat that artist, whether their intent is to be a good artist or to get the attention. It's just when you do it, I think the 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 line has to be drawn right now, and I think we need to let the people know that when you are the attention seeking, clout chasing type artist, you make it easier to get beat. To get beat. Yeah, they trying to beat you, even if you the even if you Kendrick, even if you Cole, even if, oh, you yeah, see what yeah. I'm saying? Absolutely. Like they, if you if your aspirations, not if you not that not that TDE is beating Kendrick or Rock Nation is beating Cole, it's not what I'm saying. But I'm yeah, saying yeah. if if your aspirations are to be nicer or as nice or as be or to be as great an artist, you know what I'm saying, or to show the prowess, 
that level of artistry. If that's your intent going into these labels, you still got to know they're trying to rob you for every dime. Absolutely. You see, they 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 they're trying to get every the business music. They trying to get every nickel they can from you. You got to know that they trying to keep you the starving artist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. The the, the only difference is yeah, they're trying to beat you either way. But the only difference is if the, when they know that you are yes sir. Um, it, if when they know that you're starving for the attention, fame, and clout, all of that, then they know you're gonna be more anxious or more prone to go for all they pump faking. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> we have to work a little harder. You know what I mean? They go still work on the cold Kendrick, but we, they gonna we gotta find new angles. There you it's go. Be a little hey, they might they might run a pick and roll. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Instead, <laughs> instead of a simple head fake, you see what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, but you are gonna have to. You know, you got to be on your p's yeah. and q's, bro. That's a fact. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, I I don't know if if. Uh, I don't. I'd like to see what Kendrick and Cole contracts look like early. Mm, I would too. I could almost tell you what Drake contract looked like early. What's that? Huh? What do you think? <laughs> it looked it look like a tube of KY. <laughs> <laughs> Man, oh, that, nigga was, that nigga was signed to Cash Money, man. Oh man! Yeah, you already, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know what, what his contract look like. It's a wrap over there. He, yeah, but he got powerful, so he, you know, what I'm saying, so he, he kept quiet. He, got, he gained leverage. He gained leverage. He gained leverage. You so he can renegotiate. Right, but uh, and he's doing it, and that's what a lot what Stephen was talking about. So yeah, independence in 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 the starving artist. Mm. I, I, I don't so I think honestly how the independents have gone and I don't think there's a I don't think there's a starving artist thematic in within the community of the independent labels and artists uh, because you, you because, mean the, you mean the yeah. true you mean the true independence, not the boutique. The true in, no 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 the true independent, not the pseudo independent. Okay, yeah. The true independent because those artists that um are truly independent, right, and work with independent labels, they will seeing way more money off you know yeah, off sure. album, dollar per dollar off albums than for sure. getting raped by the major companies you signed to Universal. Right. If you if you're a truly independent artist and you and your team run your own ship and you make any level of success, then you're not getting beat. Yeah. Right? Because that money's coming to you. You're independent. Now, back in the day, we was black artists. I know. I don't know a lot of stories about white artists because I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like growing up, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't, I don't know what they went through. But yeah. I know a lot of black artists, we got the same thing then from indie labels. Because, you see what I'm saying? They weren't ran by us. They were ran by lawyers and people that understood the record business. Mm -hmm. So we got Cadillacs. We got, uh, shit, there's a movie called Cadillac Records. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? 
and yeah. we got Cadillacs and furs and nice houses and this stuff, but we didn't get no dough. Yeah. You know what I mean? And those and, was, yeah, and no rights. And no rights. So, yeah. And, and right. no masters, no publishing, no rights. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and those were independent labels. Those those weren't majors a lot of times. So mm-hmm. I wanted people to, I agree that your chances of working with an indie is, and not getting robbed, like a true indie, and not getting yeah. robbed or higher than it is for you going with a with a major. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because the major just got so much more leverage. You know. So, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Oh, man. So, did you read up about the Migos thing at all? Uh, I did not, but I have, um, but I've heard extensively about it on various yeah. um, platforms. Platforms, for sure. So the word is that the lawyer that they hired worked for the label. Worked for, yeah, right, exactly. And I told you about my story when I was out west, right? Absolutely, you told me. Yeah. That, you didn't sign that contract either. I didn't sign the contract, and I was like, "Yo, I'm not signing it because I don't have a lawyer. We don't. We, we need to get a lawyer. Me and AK." Right. And he said, "Oh, that's no problem. But well, we got a lawyer. We got a lawyer." He said, "Nah, we want our lawyer to look it over." There you go. There you go. And that's what they should have. And that's. Said, and, and the funny thing is, but you know what it made me think, and I don't, and I'm not putting nothing on our lawyer. And a matter of fact, I'm not going to say his name just because it yeah, may yeah. sound like I'm saying he did something foul, but it. After hearing the Migos situation, it made me think there was an integral part about our story. When we got back from L.A. and we found a lawyer here in Raleigh, right? Mm -hmm. We went to him. We told him our situation. And I told you before, and uh, for the Futane clan, just to refresh, that lawyer got on the phone and made a phone call. And at the end of that phone call, he hung up and said he had talked to the vice president at Atlantic Records. And that mm-hmm. person told him that there had been a bidding war for the music that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that they had given, they had been given a $2 million retainer. Mm-hmm. Virgin gave gave our company, the company yeah. that was trying to hire us, a $2 million, Carl Canal, gave Carl Canal right. a $2 million re- retainer to make sure he didn't sign with anybody else. And this is all based on music that me and AK produced. True. Right? Mm-hmm. So we like, yo, we in a good position. This is my thought process looking back now, though, after hearing what happened to QC and just reprocessing this. We're in a good position. But if he can get on the phone and call the vice president of Atlantic, what makes me think that he's not friends with the person at Virgin? Right. What makes me think that he's on our side? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? If he's yeah. that well connected on that side, that don't make no difference who I hire. He's been in that industry before me. Why is his loyalty to me? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He gonna make money with Virgin far after I'm gone. Yeah. He could potentially make money with Carl far after I'm gone. You see what I'm saying? So you still at the mercy. But the person you see what I'm saying, the person is supposed to be hired to help you. I mean, I'm not right. saying that's what happened. My hours didn't even go that far, so he didn't. I mean, I don't think he would have, but he didn't. You know, what I'm saying, hopefully, yeah. I pray he wouldn't. Have. But uh, just knowing that he had that power, you got to think about what he could have done. We looking at yes. only.
to our advantage because we're the ones in the room with him. Right. You see what I'm saying? There's nothing to say that he would, he couldn't have backdoored us. So even if the Migos did go get their own lawyer. It still could have yeah, could have been the same scenario either way. Yeah. I go get a, a not-so-powerful lawyer in Atlanta and then go sit them in a room with P and uh and and Q. Really? Come on, man. Like them powerful dudes got the power to sway sway that man and be like, "Look, dog. QC going to be here. They're going to be hot for 5 years tops. Do right by us." See what I'm saying? Like that's a yeah. simple conversation. So yeah. it's like the myth of the starving artist, like it, you don't know where your starvation is going to come from. Your continued, <laughs> your prolonged starvation is going to come from. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's just hard to say. And I hate to scare the shit out of young listeners, but it's just something to be aware of. Yeah. Honestly, my, my, my thing, my suggestion is if you young and you ain't got a pot to piss in, and you, I mean, like most young artists, you're a true starving artist, and you building your team, especially if you're in somewhere like North Carolina. I don't know what 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 popping schools you would go to in other states, but if you're in North Carolina, man, run up on uh, North Carolina Central campus and build a relationship with somebody that's in school for entertainment law, and y'all start to build together. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? Build a relationship with somebody that's make it make it harder. For, build a relationship with somebody that's it's harder for them to betray you. Yeah, they may still do it, but it's at least harder for them to do it. Don't don't make a don't you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know that's something that that I wish we'd have done. I think we'd have got farther yeah. if we'd have, we'd have found a young hungry lawyer. Just like yo, let's go eat. We ain't got no bread. We give you this little bit we got. You know what I'm saying? If we'd have gave a young hunger person hungry person the same amount we gave the lawyer that we paid. I guarantee you the lawyer, the younger dude would have worked twice as hard because it would have meant yeah. more to him. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just things looking back, like the starving artist looking backwards. Yeah. You see things that maybe you avoided. You see things that you didn't avoid, you, you know. Right. Uh, yeah. Those are great points, man. Yeah. Great points. I don't know. Hindsight 2020. Hindsight being 2020, yeah. Like, but maybe somebody listening to this is like, yo, you know what? I can go to Central and find somebody that's in law school. This body, you know what I mean? That they might not have a connection in the world, but hell, they're gonna have to make them. The person that you hired had to make theirs. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But uh. At least you got one on your team. And like Big said, I got lawyers watching lawyers, so I don't go broke. You might right. have to go and hire that, a lawyer, but at least you got one on your team that you trust that can watch this asshole. Right. And and just thinking about that, right, we may have to change it from myth of the starving artist to st- the myth of the starting artist. Mm. One, those of us just starting out, because like you just said about that lawyer, he had to, he said, He's, he may have not have a connection in the world, but he's going to have to make them. Yeah. So, you have to, like, everyone's starting out. Yeah. Like, you, you know what I mean? You're trying to make your way. That was a three-pointer. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> three-pointer. Ah. 
Yeah, bang. Yeah. yeah, meant for the starting artists. I like that, yo. Yeah. Yo, that's good. Because those starting out are the ones that are starving because you have not yet, you haven't you haven't evolved to Drake level, so you don't have leverage to negotiate. Mm. So you are taking, essentially, you, 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 you're taking the, you know what I mean, the not so best deals or what you think is the best for you or the best you can get at that time, right? Because right? you're just starting out. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. See, and that's that's a good way to 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 phrase to frame this conversation because I think part of this conversation was about labels keeping money from an artist to keep mm-hmm. them hungry. Yes. You see what I'm saying? That's more starving artist conversation. Yes. But the starting artist is how not to get beat lessening your chances of getting beat up front mm-hmm. so that so that you don't have to become that starving artist mm-hmm. because we all starving to a point at the beginning so that starting artist i think is you know what i mean is it's, it's easier on your soul yeah 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 you know what i mean because sure. if sure. if you a starving artist and everybody around you know that you a starving artist then for a while you are you are some level of a failure yeah <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I understand. You're not living up to your potential at some point. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. At, at that point, but if it's so, you're a starving artist. But if it's understood that you're a starting artist, then of course I'm not at my full potential yet because I'm mm-hmm. starting. I'm in this mm-hmm. position. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, you know, and that it, it needs to be understood that that starting position can last for ten years. Hell yeah. I mean, it can. I mean, I, I hate the. It could, if you know, <laughs> but if you love it, you'll still be making years in music in ten years anyway. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, you will. So what? So you know, yeah. if you love it, you'll still be making it in ten years anyway. Hopefully, you won't be still starting. Hopefully, you right. You know, right. We gotta. You gotta think. Jay Z when he did four four four. He didn't do it because he was starving for money. Mm-mm. Not at all. He's at the point. He just the reason I'm still even rapping at all is just because I have a love for the art of it. Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't need the money, and I have a million other different businesses and entities right. to make money through. I don't have to rap <laughs> to, right. and go tour to make money. Like you know what I mean? So yeah, it's just. To the point that if the person really loves it, regardless, ten years from now you still be doing music. Yeah, you still be making music if you love it. Yep, if you love it, you'll be doing something with it. I mean, hell, look behind me. Right. <laughs> I ain't trying to make it to sell it. I ain't trying to, you know what I'm saying? But right, right. Hell, if I know how to make it and I'm good at it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just naturally gonna find yourself in situations where you're just gonna be doing it. Yeah, around it or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, it is, it is that. It is. Yeah. I don't know, man. But uh, you think we did enough on the starving artists? Yeah, man. I think I think we covered it, and we we came we came up with some new uh, some new revelatory information. <laughs> yeah, we, I definitely revealed some things to me. This conversation did just kind of thinking through things. Um, I know we done with the starving artists, man. And we, but. We might need to spend a, a couple minutes on the three years before we get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, yeah, yeah. Before we get out of here, the three years. First of all, this I'm so glad 
And it's been an honor and pleasure working with my brother and longtime friend, For sure. John, uh, on this podcast. You know what For I mean? Sure. Three, we three years in, 100, and, 100 plus episodes in, and yeah, many more be, years to go. We'll say it on this one just because it's like, this is going to be 145. Okay. Yeah, 145. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I didn't even know when we had our original phone call that led to this podcast. Right. I didn't even really understand or know what a podcast was. Yeah. But when you brought it up, I was just like, yo, let's do it. Yeah, you was, you was on. I was like, you was with it. I was like, yo, let's go. For sure. Because I had a, at the time I had been telling my girl, you know what I'm saying, I wanted to do when she, if she had, she'd encouraged me to do it. And I was like, yo, I don't know how this going to work or whatever, man. And, yeah. and we got on the phone and it hit me. I was like, yo, this, this, my, this, my partner here. This is my co-host. This is what, yeah. so I shot you the idea. You was like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, yo. And like, I, like you said, man, it, it, and I concur and the feeling is mutual, bro. It's been an honor, bro. And, uh, uh it's been an honor and, 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 a, and an absolute pleasure, bro. Uh, I don't know if we could. I don't know if I don't know if it would have worked if if it had been me and anybody else. I definitely don't think it would have lasted three years. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Not for real, yo. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it it takes somebody that. that's gonna stay as dedicated as you know what I'm saying. Like right. we've been equally as dedicated to getting this show. You know what I'm yeah. saying? To getting it done. So True. Uh, it ain't nothing but up from here though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Keeping it, keeping it popping, keeping it. Yeah, moving, absolutely. Man. I honestly and I honestly think. Uh, Content-wise, I think we have one of the best, one of the best podcasts, hip-hop podcasts that really goes into different um, themes, concepts, albums, whatever's going on in and around the hip-hop community. Yeah, I think we have one of the best that deals with these topics. I do too, man, and I and I'm I'm proud of the fact that we not pop, we not trending, and we not pop culture, and. I think it's one of the best because even if you listen to an hour of our conversation and as a listener, you don't get nothing, you don't hear new information and you don't, hopefully what you heard is a different way to think about a topic that's been around you your entire life and your entire time listening to hip hop. Right. You see what I'm saying? It's like a, it's a, it's a broader way to think about what's the music that you're listening to. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. just what's hot. It's not just who's better. It's not just you know what I'm saying. It's it's, it's deeper than that. Yeah, way deeper. There's I just want to say uh, there has we we've, we've done stuff like this is what sets our podcast to me aside from different things, right? Okay, we have tackled. We've tackled topics that no one has been able to tackle and resolve. We've 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 saw I'll put it like That's this, true. we've solved hip hop problems that I ain't heard nobody solve. That's we, true. Everyone argues about the whole ghostwriting and blah blah blah, right? We actually found the origin that we think created the stigma of ghostwriting in hip hop. That's true. And pinned it down. That's true. We've done that mo- on multiple times. We've like we like we like you know what I mean mystery solvers of like hip hop you know what I mean puzzles. That's true. <laughs> like, That's you know, true. A lot of bro. stuff that we brought like and put together that 
that I ain't never heard anyone put together. And the reason we able to put it together, bro, is because we sit down and have the conversations. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? We not just talking about the surface of hip hop. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you can't talk about you can't talk about hip hop for three years and not do trending topics without going beneath the surface. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Like it's just a it's a deeper level of sometimes it's a deeper level of understanding. Sometimes it comes from a, a lack of understanding. And we just be trying to get to it. You right. know what I mean? But bro, I'm proud of us and uh I'm looking yeah, forward to the next three. You know what I mean? Right. And, and beyond. You know what I mean? So, and beyond. And beyond. But yeah, like like Hustle said, from July to June end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shout out to Hustle. Yeah, for sure. And for everybody that's listening to the show, that's been listening, if you hear a slight format change, you don't hear Hustle at the beginning of the episodes, you stick with us, you can definitely get them at the end. You see what I'm saying? Because we own a... Uh, we on YouTube every week now, so we start the episode a little more urgently. You know what I mean? You get yeah. conversate for a few, you get the tag, and you get us going straight to it. You know what I mean? Right. But at the end, we still show uh, show Hustle some love. You know what I mean? Because that's a beautiful piece of work you put together for us for the it theme. It was, man. You know yeah, man? perfect. So, uh, yeah, man. But if that's if that's if that's all we got for this one, bro. Yeah, I think this one's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap. All right, man. We we'll shoot. As usual, we're going to ask y'all to follow us on Facebook and Instagram um, at Conversate for a Few. Uh, make sure you hit the subscribe. Make sure you hit the like. Uh, and that's on YouTube. Make, you, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, um, Spotify. Um, rate the show. Leave comments here. Leave comments there. Um, let us know what you think. Let us know what we missed. Uh, stay tuned for the limited edition Futane Clan merch. It's coming. I promise it's coming. <laughs> uh, and it's going to have empty TDKs and Max sales and Sonys and all and such in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? I'll hook y'all right up. I'll hook y'all right up. Uh, but with that being said, I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This was not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely was not. This is a podcast about hip hop. Make room for the tag. Conversate for a few. Hustle, welcome, man, they had to send me Hustle from Raleigh, live from NC With your hosts, John and Allen, relate to the two You are now listening to Conversate for a few Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew They talking hip-hop from the late to the new From July till June end, no Fridays for me Tune in, please listen to this podcast Please listen to this podcast Please listen to this podcast. 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 Please listen to this podcast.